You're listening to the Women Inspiring Women podcast. Each week, network marketing professional and mom-turned-entrepreneur Melanie Mitro gives you her tried-and-true tips for building a business from your kitchen table. This self-made millionaire went from a stay-at-home mom to the top of a network marketing business in just three years. She built an online health and fitness business from the ground up while raising babies and juggling being a mom and wife. Now she wants to help you become the boss of your own life. For blog posts, business tips, and more, check out her website at melaniemitro.com. Now let's get to the show. Here's your host, Melanie Mitro. Well, hey, everybody. It is Melanie Mitro, the host of the Women Inspiring Women podcast, and I'm excited to be back in the studio recording with you guys and... My last podcast episode, which was an open letter to Beachbody coaches, clearly struck a chord because I got a ton of private messages in my inbox telling me just how much they needed that message and that it really struck a chord, hit home, helped them in some way to overcome or navigate through a situation that they're currently going through. And so I feel like today is also going to be uh, the same kind of an episode because we're going to talk about the word hustle today. And this comes as uh, a very personal journey over the past three years. And if you follow me on my social media, especially over on Instagram, I talk a lot about my anti-inflammatory journey. I talk a lot about my road to recovery with adrenal fatigue and leaky gut and navigating through just my anxiety. And, you know, it's been really this process of healing and I'm coming out on the other side of it. And I'm able to really share a lot of what I've been through. And the more I've been sharing, the more I realize that so many other women are going through the same things. And it's because, in part, because we we live in this culture of hustle. And so today we're going to talk about how do we rewrite that? Because here's here's the narrative that I, as a as a I'm still a hustler in a healthier way now, but I want to talk to you a little bit about what my belief system was. Because I want to know if you have the same belief system that I do or did, right? So when I think about the word hustle, my belief system has always been like, you will hustle 24-7, whatever it takes, like whatever it takes to get the goal. You do it. You stay up late. You get up early. You work around the clock. You make the sacrifices, whatever you need to do, you do it to achieve the goal, right? And so I 10X rule by Grant Cardone, you know, and I I truly believed that, you know, what Gary Vee, Grant Cardone, but the one thing I've learned along the way is that anything taken to an extreme can become unhealthy. And so for me, I definitely took hustle to the extreme and it became un- unhealthy because when you think about success, hustle 24-7, whatever it takes, we're typically talking about a short period of time. You know, even if it's a year of hustle, that's a lot different than eight years of never taking a rest, of never taking a vacation, of always burning the candle at both ends, of sacrificing relationships and sleep and health, your health and your well-being, you know. And so again, anything taken to the extreme becomes unhealthy. And so that was my belief system. I never really believed that rest was important. I sort of used the 
cliche, like I'll lay in the bubble bath and take a bubble bath, but I'll also simultaneously be checking my, my DMs and answering emails. And so again, that was taken to the extreme. I believe that the only way to be successful was to hustle. And if you aren't actually hustling, then you are lazy. And so for me, there has been this three year of unwiring of just like, okay, if you actually set some healthy boundaries, like you don't work every single evening, if you you know, sleep in every once in a while, I had to rewire myself to say, you're not lazy, Melanie. You're not, you're not lazy. You've earned the right to be able to sleep in. You've earned the right to be able to take a nap or to, you know, not work in the evenings or decline evening calls. It doesn't make you lazy. It doesn't make you, you know, not likely to get opportunities. It's just, you've done the legwork. You have earned that right. And so it's not that I always say no. It's just that that isn't my standard operating procedure right now. It is not seven days a week, 24 seven, right? And also another false belief system that I had was that if I'm not hustling, I'm losing. If I'm not always running, then I'm missing out. And so I believe that for a long time that if I wasn't working, somebody else was getting ahead of me. And that served me very well, especially as I was building my business into the top 10 and to the top coach in the company, there had to be that period of intense focus, intense discipline, intense, like, yes, you are going to have to maximize every moment of every single day in order to achieve that goal. It's just that I never balanced it out. I never turned, dialed it down. And so, you know, it served me. I was rewarded for that hustle behavior with accolades. I was rewarded by, you know, being asked to speak on stage. I was rewarded with, you know, income and bonuses and just opportunity, right? But I never did what most people probably do. And that is rest. It was just run. And so, Again, I want to say it again, anything taken to an extreme becomes unhealthy. And so what ended up happening is after seven, eight years of that intensity, right, my body was really the thing that shut down. It wasn't my mind. It was much more my body. It was my physical body really began to say, hey, you know, I, I don't have any more energy to give you. You've you've depleted your cortisol. You've killed your gut, you know, because you're not taking care of yourself. Your, your sleep is disrupted. And so then it became those bodily signs of, you know, just complete exhaustion and digestive issues and inability to sleep and irritability and headaches. And so it really kind of grew into this big beast. And so what I also noticed in this process. And once I, once I started to figure out what was going on and I started to course correct things, right. I started to, to really rewire myself. I started to evaluate what was going on around me. And I noticed that my team and the people that I attracted that ran with me during that time of intense push, intense hustle, intense, like work, they also adopted my belief system as well. That belief system is we hustle 24-7. We, you know, success equals hustle. If you aren't hustling, you're losing. If you aren't hustling, you're lazy. And so what happened is I have this team of people that are go-getters. They don't make excuses. They hustle really hard, but 
And it does help us reach those short-term goals. And we achieved incredible success. But now, as we're all moving into the next stage of evolution, right? So as, as growth is happening, as we're maturing, and as we're moving into the next season, right, of parenthood, of business ownership, we're all recognizing kind of simultaneously that our wants and our needs and desires have changed. And so we're evolving and it's really becoming this uncomfortable sort of we're stuck in the middle, right? We're kind of stuck in the middle. And so just to kind of explain, like, how have we evolved and how have I evolved as a leader? How has my team evolved? I mean, we've achieved some of our biggest goals in the business. My organization is, you know, multi-star diamond. I've got tons of elite and premier coaches. I have million club earners. There are superstar diamonds. There are top 10 coaches. I mean, there is a lot of success, right? So a lot of my, my leaders are, have achieved incredible financial success because of their hard work. And you guys, you know, income disclaimer here for sure, you know, Beachbody does not guarantee any level of success, but they've created that income through their hard work. Right. And so now as they're progressing and they're going, okay, my kids are older. I want to show up in a different way. I want the work to look different. Maybe they're starting to feel a little like burned out with that hustle. There is now this sort of guilt that comes in because there's this need to hustle because that's the old narrative. But then, and that's like, okay, if I'm not hustling, I'm not succeeding. And now like even I went through this where I was like, if I'm not achieving, I'm failing, right? And it creates that internal battle between wanting to enjoy what we've created within the company, but also that need to walk across the stage, the need to feel significant, to need to see your name up there on, you know, the recognition boards and to get the opportunities to speak on the stages. And so there is that internal battle between, man, I really want to enjoy my life, right? And I can, I don't need to crank it to where it was before. I can show up in a different way versus if I want to get on stage recognition or I want, you know, all of those bonuses and all that stuff, then I'm going to need to keep hustling. It's going to, I'm going to have to show up and work there, you know, like I was before. And so people feel lost. And I know I felt that for that period of time where I was like, oh gosh, I'm watching my number in the company kind of drop. My income is still staying the same. I'm not getting asked to speak as much as I used to. I'm not getting the opportunities to do things that I was doing when I was in the spotlight and I was in the top but my income isn't changing. And then as I started to work a little bit less and I noticed that I could focus my priorities differently and still create income, right? It was this awkward balance of sort of figuring out where I fit into the picture. And really I found for a little bit of time, I kind of went through that period of not feeling significant, feeling lost, not valued. And then it becomes for some people, this paralyzation and you're just paralyzed by how to actually navigate through this season. And then there's this guilt, like, should I be, oh my gosh, what's wrong with me? Why am I not as motivated as I used to be? Like what? And then we try to muscle through it for a little while and maybe you push yourself and you dive back in and you try to set big goals again, but then it feels out of alignment. Like I know for me, every time I go, all right, I'm going to just go for it again. It's like, 
my kids remind me, Melanie, this isn't the season that you're in right now. My kids are like, mom, why are you so, you know, why are you working all the time? Or why are you so irritated? And so it's like this, oh, it's this reminder that that's not the season I'm supposed to be in. Or I get that pit in my stomach. That's like, this is not the season I'm supposed to be in. And so that's where a lot of people get stuck. If you've been in direct sales for a number of years, if you've achieved accolades and you are, you know, you are crushing it and you are feeling that stability and your organization is creating income and you're comfortable, right? There is this, there is this need to redefine the word hustle, especially if you have come from that past of the only way to succeed is to hustle 24 seven, whatever it takes. And again, taking anything to an extreme becomes unhealthy. So what do we do about this? Right? So what do we do about this narrative that maybe you're currently living in right now? I think the the first thing I want to say is there's nothing wrong with you. There's nothing wrong with you. So stop questioning why you're not, why you, why you don't want to hustle. Stop questioning why all of a sudden, you know, your priorities have changed. Like stop apologizing or validating or needing to explain yourself. This is where you are. This is where you are good. I'm proud of you that you have worked so hard to create a multiple, you know, six and seven figure income for your family. Like that's awesome. And if you're smart about it, if you invest, if you save, you know, if you mentor people the right way, if you are working with the people that are meeting you halfway, you can continue to create a significant income. What you can't do is disconnect altogether. And that's what I think is is happening to some people is they're like, if I'm not hustling, then I'm out. It's either black or it's white. And it's like, no, no, you can still show up. You can still work your business. You can still do things that are going to generate income. It just may not look the way it did before, but it doesn't mean you just stop altogether. And I do think that some people are doing that because they're like, well, if I'm not hustling, then I'm just going to leave. Like if I'm not, you know, and so we have to kind of rewire that. So the first thing we have to do is we have to rewrite and give ourselves a brand new definition to the word hustle. And so for me, if I just explain to you kind of the way I look at it is I look at hustle in spurts. I look at it as moving from project to project. So for example, if there is a launch there, there's a product launch that is happening this Thursday. Those of you that are in the Beachbody world know that job one is coming out. And so maybe, you know, right now after the Thanksgiving holiday, maybe for the next couple of weeks till, you know, till about the 18th of December, you're game on You're maybe hustle mode. You're running an extra team call because you want to train your downline on how to launch, you know, the new program, or maybe you're setting up one-on-ones with people that, you know, have the potential to achieve their goals this month. Cause it's, you know, maybe the last day of the month or it's midway through December, you know, maybe right now you're writing extra emails and extra social media posts and you're getting ready for the launch of a program. So you're in a season where you say to yourself, all right, this is a short-term hustle. I am going to crush it from now until, you know, the 20th of December, because I'm going to hit all my goals. I'm going to launch this program. I'm going to get my groups filled up. I'm going to recruit some new people. And then when the 20th happens and I've achieved my goal, I'm now going to intentionally purposefully pause. Right. And so, or it is even rewriting hustle is I'm going to show up from 8 AM to 5 PM Monday through Friday. And I'm going to hustle 
during my business hours, which means I'm going to be intentionally disciplined on things that build my income. I'm going to eliminate distractions. I'm not going to, you know, put myself into situations where I'm surrounded by gossip or negativity or people that are pulling me down. I'm going to make sure that I'm in circles where we're giving ideas and we're collaborating and we're helping one another out because listen, I hustle from eight to five and then I go be mom. Right. So maybe that's where you're at in your life right now. Maybe right now you're so far on the opposite end where you're not even showing up in your business right at all. And again, if we take balance to an unhealthy, right, if we're over the top, you know, swinging that pendulum towards our family and our personal life, then we aren't going to produce income in our business. So where are you swinging that pendulum right now? Are you letting it go too far one way or too far to the other? We've got to find that healthy balance. Also, and maybe the word, the definition of hustle for you is, you know, I'm going to show up from 9 a.m. to 2 p.m. every day. That's going to be my hustle period. Okay. Maybe for you, it's evenings. It's 8 p.m. to 10 p.m. at night. It might be the weekends, but whatever it is, I want you to define what it means to show up and actually really do the work of your business. All right. So number one is we have to create that new definition for me. It's working in seasons. It's all about hustle in intentional seasons. So we just got done launching a product. So we were in hustle season for the past couple of weeks, getting that done rebalance, right? So I know that I've interjected some space into my calendar where I can rebalance. I can take a nap. I can do something for myself, you know, scheduling a date night or, you know, time with my family. So again, that is my new definition. The second thing is redefining my goals. I really took a step back and I said, okay, you know, what have I achieved? What do I still want to achieve? And where do I need to draw the line? And so if you look at where you're spending time in your business right now, that's step number one. I want you to ask yourself, like, what are the goals I need to redefine? Because if you're pushing for something that doesn't actually make you feel good, then it's not the right goal. And when I say doesn't make you feel good, I don't mean we're all feely. Like, you know, listen, if I want to make a million dollars, it's not going to always feel good. It's going to feel incredibly uncomfortable to do that. But is that the means to a bigger life goal? And the answer is yes. So if you're saying to yourself, all right, I want to be, you know, I want to be an elite coach in 2021. I want you to ask yourself, is that a means to the bigger goal? What is that? What is that helping you get to? Is that for you? Is this going to be your first year as an elite coach? And it's establishing credibility. It's being able to say you did it. Then you need to go for it. You need to push. You need to hustle. You need to run, get yourself to new leader conference, like achieve the goal. My goodness. Like it is worth it. Okay. But then you say to yourself, when as you move into the next year, all right, I need to build stability. So yes, I want to be a two-time elite, but now I need to add a layer to that because I've done it. I have momentum. I don't want to stop, but now I want to shift. I want to make sure that part of my time is focused on creating stability in the organization, multiple star diamonds, right? Developing leaders. And I also want to make sure I have healthy recruitment, right? That is happening and I'm bringing in new people. 
So I may shift my focus. I might be focused more on where I'm placing people because it makes more sense income wise, right? I'm going to be developing systems to be able to help my organization grow and thrive. And so your goals are redefined. It's no longer, right, what it was the first year. And that's okay. That's okay. And also, the longer you are in business, the less weight some of those accolades actually have. And that's where I found that I had the biggest challenge, right, was being able to say, yes, I love being able to walk across stage as a top 10 But I also understand where my income opportunity lies right now in my business, and it is developing the organization. It is developing leaders because I have a lot of leaders in the organization. If you don't have a lot of leadership, then you're going back to that sort of phase one or phase two where you are recruiting and you are building leaders and you are helping to empower people when you are looking for those that you can rise up and help. All right. So redefining your goals. If you are just working towards like a minimum, if you are just building so you can just get the bonus every month, I want you to start thinking about growth, exponential growth over and above, right? What the minimums are that you have been doing. The third thing is I really had to say to myself, all right, what's going to make me feel successful? I had to disconnect from what other people thought of me or what showed up on paper. And I had to say, this is what makes me feel personally successful. So I want you to rewrite that. So maybe this is a journal prompt for you to sit down and in your journal say, this is what makes me feel successful. And so as I like, if I just free flow, let it go and share with you kind of my thoughts. Like when I think about what the definition of success for me is, it is Like I want to show up every day and I want to serve people well. And serving people well means that I am providing quality training. I am present in the moment. So when I'm leading a leadership mastermind, I'm showing up, I'm answering their questions. When I'm doing a small group mentorship session, you know, I'm adding value. I'm I'm helping them develop systems. I'm seeing them go out and implement. I am helping them navigate and troubleshoot. So that's like part of my definition of success. It is I'm still creating. So I my other definition of success is I'm still showing up and I'm creating on social media. So I'm bringing in new leads, right? So I'm I'm hitting that that monthly new intake. Another definition of success for me is is that my income either stays the same or grows. So however that happens, I don't care how it how it falls in there, but the income needs to stay the same or grow. That makes me feel successful. Also, success for me is getting enough sleep at night, being present with my boys. Um, I always am, I'm so aware now of when I'm irritable because I've got 10 million things going on and I don't like that feeling. So I really try to make sure that I'm streamlined. I'm not saying yes to too many things. Like I feel pretty balanced in what I'm saying yes to. And that's part of my definition of success, right? I am, I am doing things that grow my organization and my personal life. And it feels good to me. And it, it is actually really separated from what the what any company or what social media deems as successful. That's taken a lot of work. So maybe you're listening to this right now and you've always defined your success based on how the company rewards you. I want to ask you, are there is that causing you to be uncomfortable? And if it is, can we work on rewriting the definition? I want you to rewrite it in a way where you're still 
creating income. You're not stopping what you're doing, but you're doing it in a way that really is aligned to who you are as a person. Okay. Cause we, if we don't work, if we don't show up for our business, eventually it's going to fall apart. Eventually the income will stop. It's not going to go on forever. So we just need to show up differently so that we can continue to maintain and even possibly see growth in a different way. All right. Four, the fourth thing is we need to continue. We have to continue, continue to unwire. I'm still unwiring the hustle mindset all the time and focusing on the wins that I'm having. Anytime I start to say, oh, you could be doing more or you're not doing enough or look at so-and-so, they, they're getting more speaking opportunities or look at so-and-so, they've got a bigger following or they sold more product. I start to say to myself, wait, hold up, Melanie. Is what's, what wins are you having? And then it's like, oh, I signed those coaching clients and oh, you know, I you know, made this much off of the new course that we're doing, or we've sold this many new planners and time blockers. And so I'm going back to my wins that I'm having. I'm also saying to myself, all right, Melanie, if that, if you're comparing yourself to the person that is getting more speaking engagements than you, what can we do about it? And so I sit down and I say, well, okay, if I want more speaking engagements, that means I can, I can reach out to somebody new every single week. I can, you know, create a media kit and I can pitch my services once a week or once a month. And so then I can start to say, if that's what you really want is more speaking engagements, what is one small action you can take that can help you get there? It's not this, I'm not doing enough. And I just start randomly, right. Throwing myself out there. It is in a frenzied way. It is very calculated. Okay. If you want more speaking engagements, what are the, what are the actions you need to take? What are the things, what are the strategic decisions that are not going to throw your plan completely off whack, but are going to set you up for more speaking engagements in the future. So ask yourself that. All right. And then also the fifth thing is you've got to reward yourself for accomplishing goals that feel personally rewarding to you. So I reward myself. I toot my own horn. The fact that I'm getting seven to eight hours of sleep a night, I just want to like whoop whoop myself big time because I, that is a huge success for me. I measure my success based on if I'm actually taking care of my body. It's no longer my rite of passage that I work, you know, 12 hours a day. I mean, that's okay every once in a while, but that's like a train headed down a track with no brakes. I'm going to crash and burn. And, and so are all of you. And so I reward myself. I reward myself for accomplishing things like getting enough sleep. I reward myself for things like a really successful launch, even though nobody else knows how successful the launch was because I'm not showing up on a leaderboard, I'm going to go make a post about it. I'm going to go share how excited I am about the opportunity. I'm going to go do those things because I know that those are things that are helping me feel personally successful. So reward yourself. Maybe it is, I'm going to buy myself that new handbag, or I'm going to go get my nails done once I achieve this, but finding internal drivers to reward yourself for the successes that you're having and, and really disconnecting from the external and what you see, that is really, really important. So we're moving from external validation to internal validation. We're internally driven. No longer do we define our success based on what somebody else says is successful. We determine it based on what we think. And for the rest of your life, you will navigate this. For the rest of your life, you will feel this internal pull right? Between feeling 
right? Needing to be successful and having those accolades and then internally being like, I'm really happy with where my life is. I'm really happy with the way I'm showing up. I'm happy that I'm working five hours a day. I'm happy with the quality time I'm spending with my family. I'm happy with my income level and that need of just saying, do I want to do more? And if I do more, what does more look like? Or do I just want to do things differently? And what does different look like? And so I, I want you guys, if you're listening to this and this is really resonating with you is you don't have to make a decision. You don't have to say, should I go on in my business? Like what's wrong with me that I'm not motivated? What's wrong? I don't want us to go down that spiral, but I do want us to say what needs to be different. Maybe you are and have operated from that place of 24-7, whatever it takes, hustle mindset. And so maybe it is time for you to rewrite that. It is time for you to say, like, I don't have to operate that way. And one of the books that really helped me with that is Winning the War in Your Mind by Craig Groeschel. He has a leadership podcast and he's amazing. And Winning the War in Your Mind is really about changing the narrative. And so if you have some unhealthy narratives that aren't serving you right now in your life, we need to work through those because you're incredible and you're amazing and you're making an impact. And if you give up on your business because you feel like it's an all or nothing, you're doing yourself a disservice. You're doing the people that are a part of your business a disservice, that that love you, that know you, that like you, that trust you. You can be incredibly successful and not have your name up in lights because at the end of the day, what is success to you? What, what is it? I mean, I know for me at this phase of my life, it is, I do want to be incredibly successful in my professional career, but I never want that to come at the expense of my kids or my husband or my family that I love so very much. And so I've gotten to a point where, yeah, I could do it. I could push, I could burn, I could turn, I could, I could crush it, but that wouldn't make me feel internally validated or successful. And so for me, part of that is saying like, this is exactly where I'm supposed to be right now, you know, and I'm navigating a lot of new challenges in 2021. And I know you guys are too. And I've learned so much, you know, from things I feel like I did wrong this year and things that I feel like I did right. And I'm learning through this process and I want to encourage you to do the same. So if you are feeling the need to rewrite the word hustle, or this is really speaking to you, I want you to know it is not an all or nothing. I want you to know that anything taken to the extreme, whether you're hustling to the extreme and you're burning out, or you've completely shut down and your business is falling apart, anything taken to the extreme is going to become unhealthy. And we need to find that common ground, that middle ground where we're feeling rewarded, we're feeling successful, and we're truly feeling like we're living out our calling. All right. And sometimes that does take a little bit of just reflection. It also takes maybe having a mentor. I highly encourage you to seek out mentorship. And P.S. I am a business coach. So if you are somebody that is saying, I would like you, Melanie, to mentor me, you can reach out to me through Chic Influencer. We have a private coaching um, program that we will coach people and help you develop the systems and the mindset and navigate through you know, what you're going through. I mean, I have done what most of you want 
to do or working towards, and I can help you through those seasons. So if you are looking for mentorship, I know the end of the year, you might be thinking about where you're going to invest for your future. Um, I would love to be able to work with, with some individuals in 2022. So please reach out through the private coaching at chicinfluencer.com. And then the last thing that I want to say today is this, you guys, If you follow on social, you know that over the weekend, we launched the Make Chic Happen 52-week social media game plan and the time blocking planner. We launched a bundle, two products. One is going to help you plan your social media. It's going to help you identify your target audience. It's going to help you, right? Stay aligned with your business goals to um, your social media. And the second one is really my baby. And that is time blocking and how you actually manage your time and manage your priorities. When you purchase the bundle, you get, you have an opportunity to also purchase a mini course that I created. It is all about shaking your time. So it is a time management and productivity mini course that I created uh, to help you navigate through the the entire planner and get the most out of the 24 hours that you do have. And you're going to hear a lot about me talking about this word hustle in there also. So make sure you go check it out. All right. If you loved today's episode, do me a huge favor and make sure you take a screenshot of this and tag me over at Melanie Mitro. Leave me a rating and review on iTunes. It helps my podcast get in front of more people just like you. And as always, if you have questions or have suggestions for future episodes, hit me up on Instagram, drop me a DM, let me know your thoughts. But you guys, thanks for tuning in. I hope you have a great day and I will see you soon.